Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to episode 133 of Smart Enough to Know Better. We're a podcast of science, comedy, and ignorance. I'm Dan Beeston. I'm Big And in this episode, I am going to be teaching you how to be refined. Who's a fluffy dinosaur? Who's a little fluffy dinosaur? You're a little fluffy dinosaur. Oh, can't wait for that one. And I have a problem with some dirty foreigners. And if you have to stab someone, do it at night time. This, this is terrifying. Ah, oh, everyone's shaking in their boots. <laughs> Before we get to any of those unsettling topics, <laughs> welcome, welcome to like the studio, I back am. to the blimp. I'm back in the comedy blimp. I've been away on the other side of the country, but I decided to join us here at the comedy blimp. So we're actually looking each other in the eyes now, staring each other down like two alpha male wolves. Which is not a thing, by the way. There's no such thing as alpha male wolves. They're actually quite family orientated and work together as groups. But anyway, that's a different science fact for another time. What? Yeah. Dogs are social? Yeah, I know. Nonsense. And there's no such thing as the alpha wolf. It's a total made bullshit made up thing made by angry men who didn't like the idea that they were being cuckolded by people. It's that's weird. not a... No, 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 no. They, it, was, it was proposed by a scientist. Oh, okay. And then almost immediately he went, actually, no, got that wrong. Right. Sorry. But unfortunately it was such a... Yeah, An, sexy a, a, a concept. Sexy concept. Yeah, the alpha male. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. I'm a wolf. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't happen. No. Not a trif- anyway, that's, that's a free fact. Free fact, everyone. That's what happens when we're in the room together. Free fact for you. <laughs> You're weak in science? Weak in science. I have something to rant about, weak in science. Something that's been on my Facebook, maybe because I just do a lot of sciencey stuff. I see a little, you can buy a little shirt, and, it, and the shirt has a picture of a velociraptor, or at least a Utah raptor, and because you, you, they're, not the, they're not the same thing. But anyway, it, yeah, it's, Utah it, raptors are big and but, scary, like big, velociraptors yeah, in that, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's right. And velociraptors are not scary. They're chickens. And they're little tiny chickens. They're chicken but without, with just all scaly yeah. and no thorns or fluff on them at all. No, totally. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, right. We'll bring that up. Imagine that big, nasty Utah raptor, and then above it, it's got Velociraptor equals distance raptor divided by time raptor. Ah, yep. And to begin with, I was like, that seems quite clever. Because, you know, velocity Velocity equals equals distance distance divided by time. Very good. Divided by time. Well done. But then I thought about it a bit longer and went, that math doesn't work. Because none of it works. Because when you divide by the same thing, top and bottom, it cancels out. So what they're saying is velociraptor, so velocity times raptor equals distance times raptor divided by time yeah, time times raptor. So you've got cubed raptors there. No, no, no. no. They, no? they cancel out. So the d- distance raptor divided by time raptor would just be... The raptors would cancel out. Raptor divided by raptor equals one. Yeah. So it'd be distance times one divided by time times one. That's just distance divided by time. So it would really be velociraptor equals distance divided by time. It doesn't make sense. It's mathematically incorrect. Well, we very... don't. We don't. We don't hold with that sort of no, stuff. No, we don't. So you'd have to somehow make it correct. You have to say velocity times time. Well, what's velocity a velocity times raptor? Sorry, velocity times raptor yeah. would have to equal distance times raptor squared divided by time times raptor. Because t- what the two of the raptors would undo each other, and then you'd have distance times time. Yeah, that would work out. That would be fine. So that, that, math, that would make it correct. So next time you see that shirt, it has to be Velociraptor equals distance raptor squared, in brackets, raptor squared, not distance raptor squared, divided by time raptor. 
and that would be that would be correct. So what you're saying is that shirt is rooted. That's very good. Oh. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not actually, but yeah, look, we'll let it go. It's um. Well, you let that go, but not the original shirt, no, no. which well, is just you, a whimsical little... You didn't uh, make a shirt about it. If you make a shirt about it, I will come for you. You put math on a shirt, that's my territory, son. Fair enough. And I will fair come enough. for you. I will. St- you you want to belly up to the bar, ladies and gentlemen? I am there to show you my maths belly. I'm not even yeah, a maths yeah. guy. I'm, I'm a physics guy. So. And if you would like to buy a Smart Enough No Better, this shirt is rooted. <laughs> just go along to smartenough.org and click on the store button. <laughs> Like we've got that. That's like, look, hey, people want it. We, we, one day, one, one day, day we'll sort that I, stuff I, I, out. I quite like that. It's smarter than better. We're rooted. I quite like that because in Australia that means many different things. Yeah, it means maths yeah. and it means in the ground and it also means sexy times. Yeah, but in the same way that you could say we're rooted, it means we are stuffed. Oh, we're stuffed. Oh, oh wait, is stuffed a? Do Americans buggered. go stuffed? Buggered. Oh, yeah, They say buggered. They'd be buggered. buggered. Totally there, buggered. There That's yeah. a good American you're term. You're not stuffed, Americans. You're buggered. Look, I'm, means rooted. I'm sure they can work it out from context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about your week in science? I got a book. It's a very rude book. Ooh. It's called Cook Like You Give a Fuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Steady on there, cowboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And wow. And all the recipes are, like, yeah. really rude. Right. It's like, get a couple of fucking eggs. Whoa. And then, and then and whisk the shit out of them. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. And you're like, oh, my God, this is such a manly and virile book. <laughs> this, is, this is a book for rebels and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Took me ages. Mm. Took me an entire recipe before I worked out, whole thing's fucking vegan. <laughs> I've gotten a vegan cookbook. A vegan swearing cookbook. Yeah. That's how they get around it. You go, yeah. there, must, there must be meat in here. No one, no one says fuck if, uh, if it's not swearing. Exactly. I just said that. No one says that. No vegan ever says fuck. I'm just, now I'm saying it. What am I doing? Yeah, What's going on here? They're so peaceful they're without peaceful that people. meat in their body. Oh, that's right. and, and so it slipped under the radar. Uh, and you know what? You angry about it? They're really tasty. Oh, that's like, right. these recipes are really good. Oh, good. <laughs> So what's your favourite motherfucking yeah. recipe? I'm going to keep saying it because I, I know you have to edit this. It's really annoying. Yeah, it's a lot of beeps. It's a lot of up. lot of motherfuckers. The I'll just I'll just oh wait hang I'll on. just silence that entire uh, bit. How about fuck fuck? No, you fuck. have to put valuable content between. Oh, we've got, so what when have we ever done that? That's a new thing. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Anyway, at any rate, they do mention that we should be minimising our salt intake. Sure. Because a lot of people eat a lot of salt, mm. and we don't really need it. But humans love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We love salt. Yeah. And salt licks have been a thing for a long time. Yeah. For animals and, like salt. And it's salt. important that humans have salt, or yeah. else you could end up with hyponatremia. Oh, God. Mild symptoms include a decreased ability to think, uh, headaches, uh-huh. nausea, right. and poor balance. That's what a lot of our listeners get. Maybe they need to drink, eat more salt. Yeah. Like... Severe symptoms <laughs> include confusion. oh Wait, that's a severe one? That's it. Confusion. Yes, I yes. get that in the morning. <laughs> Confusion, seizures, and coma. So oh. everyone, go out and eat as much salt as you can. Well, can I? Can I give you a, avoid hyponatremia? Can I? Can I give you a story from my childhood? Yes. My, I, as, as a child, I had very, very low blood pressure. Like as I'd stand up and pass out, like blood pressure. That was the level of low blood pressure. Even my tiny—I was a very small child. So even even the tiny increase of altitude that I went from sitting down to you know like a couple of inches more to standing up, mm-hmm. I, boom, down I'd go. My mother took me into the hospital. And they're like, oh no, no doctor. And they went. Salt. This boy needs salt because you know this is obviously in the eighties and doctors didn't know what the hell they're talking about. They're, they're just getting lots of salt. The mother would put salt into all the food, 
Um, and then somewhere in my 18th or 19th birthday, or 17th birthday, I was still at home, so 17th birthday, my, uh, I was having massive high blood pressure problems. Like, as a 17-year-old, it was like I was 68 and smoke a day, pack a day mm-hmm. kind of guy. Went to the hospital by myself, and they're like, holy God, you, your blood pressure is insane. Do you smoke? Do you exercise at all? Yeah, you're okay with that? And I went, do you have salt? I went, oh, yeah, you have tons of salt. Salt all the time. And they're like, why? And, oh, because there's low blood pressure thing. They went and checked my records. I went, oh, God, we only meant for like a couple of days for a couple of weeks. Uh- not, not 10 plus years. So I was like, oh, so I just cut it up and everything went back to normal like really fast. Oh, right. But yeah, so I was like, oh, thanks, mum. So my mum tried to kill me with salt. Well, this is the danger. Mm. No, that's the, that's another danger. Oh, oh so, God. Like, I, I've just warned our listeners yes. to eat, eat lots of salt. Yes. But now we're not supposed to. No. Because it, it, could, it, could it could lead to hyponatremia. Oh, no. So don't, you don't want hyponatremia, Hypo but you don't under. want hyponatremia. So, uh, hypo is under and hyper those, is above. Those should both be different. Yeah. Like, quite obviously yeah. different. Because that they, is... That'd be bad. What if that ever happens? Like, you go into a hospital and they go, Nurse, this man is hyponatremia. Treat him like you normally would. And she hears hyponatremia yeah. and kills you. Yeah. Or, or he kills you. Sorry, I shouldn't say she. That was, that was, yeah. wrong, that was wrong. Well, way. early symptoms may yes. include a strong feeling of thirst. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Weakness, mm. nausea, you and loss a, of appetite. You are a weak man and quite skinny. So there you go. Severe symptoms include mm. confusion mm. again. Again. So if you're confused, you're either having too much salt or not enough salt. I don't actually But know you, you won't be able to work that out because you're so confused. But did you say that you were confused? Did you say confused twice or am I just confused? I said it twice. Keep up, Greg. Say what twice? I'm getting you some salt. Ah, uh, or not enough salt. Get me no less salt. Wait, do you have muscle twitching or bleeding in and around the brain? Well, yes. Okay, you've had too much salt. Oh, then. everyone knows this about me. Okay. I assume that's where the rage comes from. <laughs> <It's like> the, <laughs> ah, my brain is bleeding again. Now, most of us have too much salt in our diets. Mm. We get all the salt we need from our food. We yes. never need to add salt right. to anything. I just, so, lick, I just lick people. There's lots of salt in people. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm just getting my salt for the day. Okay, yeah. how you doing? When I was a kid... I don't know whether you did it. When I was a kid, I was sort of suck on the seatbelt. And I, I, what I realised is because it was tasted salty. Oh. But what I didn't realise is mm. it tasted salty because it was absorbing all the sweat. From nice. The so I was basically just sucking up dry oh, sweat. Lovely. Mm. Mm. So, um... Somehow this, man, that habit a somehow of this years ago. man marry the frog princess. It's, it's okay. miracles. So Never you need cease. to minimise salt. Maybe she, ha- maybe she hasn't got enough salt in the diet. That's, that's the, that's what's, he's confused. Yeah. Very confused. <laughs> Sorry, it's... We need to minimise salt intake. Right. So just stop eating it. Yes. F*** that. Oh, no, no I'm dead again. Come on. Oh. I don't want to just stop eating salt. Oh. No one wants to do that because it tastes delicious. It, it tastes good. Evolution's amazing. It's going, this thing you really need, but not a lot of it. Eat that. And yeah. I'm assuming in nature it's hard to get unless you like live in the Dead Sea or something yeah. like that. Or yeah. Don't drink seawater. You know, yeah, don't that. drink seawater. That's all good. Please, it's easy to get in the, in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's It's true. Okay, instead yeah. of adding salt to your dish, uh-huh. put a little squirt of lemon or lime juice. What? Yeah, because acids can mimic the flavour-enhancing qualities of salt in a big way. Uh. The more acid you have in a dish, the less salt you need. Like hyd- Obviously, within reason. Uh, hyd- I know where you're going. Uh, hydrochloric acid, like 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 a pH of one, like melts the... You have to put it in ceramic bowls, like a... All things melts away. You wouldn't cook uh. with hydrochloric acid. Wouldn't you? Or would you? Ooh. I went looking for recipes that involved very dangerous acids. Yay! Well, cooking the alien, we talked to a chef friend. Kanji Lopez-Holt. That's the one. And he, he told us how to cook aliens with acid, in their own acid. Yes. Mm. We might have run into some problems there. We, we needed a strong alkaline. Yes, that's true. Substance. But don't, don't ruin it. You go and go yeah. listen to it, listeners. Okay, but I did find one recipe from the mid-1800s. Oh, good. That used... Everything from the 1800s is brilliant. Muriatic acid. Oh, no, Which is hydrochloric acid. Oh, good. It was used to add a citrus taste to foods. 
rather than using citrus. Mm, mm. They didn't have citrus back then. True. They, it they... is man-made by absorbing hydrogen chloride in water, and mm. today is known as hydrochloric acid and is used for cleaning and etching concrete. Good. Good. Okay. And giving a slight lemony taste to my to But my they mixed it with bicarb ah, and, which is ma- a and used it as yep. a re- in a recipe for luncheon cakes. That's, that's a base. Bicarb soda is a base, yeah. so they cancel each other out. They did. Well, that's... Ah. Yeah. Oh, I see. So that's what that's they were they doing. they burn their face right off. Okay. Now, down the other end, mm. you've got alkaline stuff. Caustic soda. Yes. It is extremely corrosive, and it's used in the preparation of pretzels, ice cream, and chocolate. Ooh. So they mix that with an acid type type thing, and they and that's actually quite commonly used in cooking. Yeah. Okay. So acids and yeah, acid, bases acid, acid, acid. important to cooking. We're totally addicted to base and some acids. No, no, no. If you say you're addicted to acid, that means something very. Oh different. no! Oh, I didn't say that. Yes, I'm. I'm very much a meth fan. Oh no! So Dan, dinosaurs Uh-oh. have ruined your life because. You used to love them as giant reptilian monsters. Yeah. And then they discovered... This podcast that... ruined my life. That's true, yeah. And we just keep finding more and more to ruin your life. That's yeah. Good. That's always good. I mean, Billy, you have moved on to crocodilians. Like, they're your friends yes. now. And they're crocodilians. not feathers. They're not they feathers. are scaly as all get out. And we've yep. established mm. that all of those feathers mm. that you keep talking about mm. are actually proto-feathers, mm. i.e. spines. Yes. Thorns, yes. if anything. Yes. Thorns. Yes. Needle-like thorns. That's right. You you do say that a lot. Yes. You say that you say that a lot. Yes. And you and it's the one uh, remaining thing yes. that allows me to really enjoy dinosaurs. Yes. So what have you got to tell me well, with that sparkle in your eye? <laughs> I'm afraid the University of Bristol has really crapped in your dinosaur cereal this time, Dan. They've discovered this nice little dinosaur, kind of like a feathery uh, velociraptor kind of one, same similar family as velociraptor, called the Anchionus. It's been looking at their fossilised feathers. They found all these amazing fossilised feathers and they've discovered a type of feather, an extinct primitive feather, which is a short quill with long, independent, flexible barbs erupting from the quill at low angles to form two veins and a forked feather shape. Barbs and veins? Barbs Those and are both good, good science, terrifying yes. words. So such feathers would have given Anchionis a fluffy appearance relative to the streamlined bodies of modern flying birds. So fluffier than modern birds. Those feathers uh, have tightly tipped veins forming contiguous surfaces. So the unzipped feathers would have affected the animal's ability to control its temperature and repel water. So basically it was, a, it was, it was down, it was fluffy down. Possibly being less effective I than am the not veins, down with down. The veins of more modern feathers. This shaggy plumage uh, would have increased drag when Achaeonis glided. So basically what they're saying is these are not flight feathers in any way. These aren't barbs or spikes. Achaeonis, unfortunately, Dan, was a big fluffy chickeny thing, like a little baby, like, little, and that's how it kept warm. Don't these awesome. scientists realise how stupid they're making something that was awesome? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, they did it. They're the ones doing it. So there you go. And they're uh, doing it intentionally. They're like politicians. And also, even worse, not only were they being fluffy, you know, we talked about colours, we had Dr. Caitlin Syme talking about this in the past. She wasn't yep. a doctor then, but now she's a doctor. It looks like they had multi-tiered coloured feathers, fluffy feathers as well. So they would have been a little tribble of multicoloured fun and a little, like, a dinosaur beak on the front. They, they're ruined, man. Like, even I'm losing all respect for them. I mean, I, I do it to annoy you, really. I mean, that's why I do these things. It uh, works. Yeah. <laughs> but even I'm like, oh, get, get it together. Can I, can I show you the picture? Can I show you the picture? No. No, look, I'm doing it. No, I don't. Oh, my 
God, yeah. it looks like it's from Star Wars. It does. It, it, it looks like a it looks like a long porg. It looks like a porg with a beak. It does look like a porg. Or the thing that Luke milked. It kind of looks like the thing that Luke milked. Spoilers for Star Wars. Spoilers. By the way. I but haven't seen it. Milk, I, I haven't mil- seen mil- Luke milk anything. I'm telling you, Luke milks a thing. There you go. Get over that, everyone. But uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not a. Uh, is, but, uh, is it an intellectual property? What is, is that? What he's milking? Oh, oh, well, oh God, we're getting, we're getting there. But yeah, but imagine that thing with lots of feathers, everyone, and uh, that's what this thing looks like. There you go. Dinosaurs have been officially totally and utterly ruined. They, some of them were fluffy and and always fluffy, not baby fluffy, always fluffy. Sorry, Dan. Actually, I'm not sorry at all. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Could you lacquer them? Could you like coat them in like a resin so that they did look cool? Yeah, of course you can. You yeah, can do you like man, it's art. You can you can do whatever you like for a living creature. So fine. Eat them. It's eat them. Well, yeah. It's eat them. That'll teach them. Well, I can't find a recipe in my new book, can I? (laughs) Have you ever seen the refinery down at Bulwa Island near the airport? Yes, in Brisbane, where everyone has been. Local conversation makes everyone happy. Well, international people love it when we talk about things that we've lived nearby. Have you seen every single refinery in every single city around the world? I have, Dan, yes. They all look pretty much the same. Yes. Which one's your favourite? The one at Bulwer Island in Brisbane's my favourite. Yeah? yeah? What can you tell me about that? It's a big smokestacks, smoke, and they have a fire at the top because they're burning off the, the gas, so it's, like, it's a gas refinery thing. They, take, they have a catalytic cracker, so they take oil and they break it down into benzene and kerosene and petrol and diesel and that sort of good stuff. I think it's shut down now. They don't think they do any of this anymore. But they, they filmed, I think they filmed Pacific Rim 2 there, I think a bit of it. Really? I think so, yeah. I think it's John Bodega. John B- Boyega. Oh, okay. I can't remember his name. Finn. Finn from John, Star Wars. John Pagoda. John Pagoda. He's, uh, Finn from Star Wars. Him. Yep. He was like running over things and running up and around there and doing kind of crazy stuff. So, yeah. he's yeah. Anyway, that's, that's, that's what it's for. That's what refineries are for. I'm assuming he would have gone, Kaiju! And like fired an imaginary gun at it. Yeah. 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 Run around yeah. like looking at it. I'm really looking forward to that stick. movie. I oh, love Pacific Rim. I loved Pacific Rim. It was great. How can you not like Pacific Rim? It was, oh my goodness. Um, write and tell us why you don't like Pacific Rim and then we'll call you nasty names because you're wrong. The Frog Princess and I disagree on all music. Hmm. But the theme song to Pacific Rim... Oh, does it have a theme song? Oh, the, the, da, 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 oh da, yeah, it does! Da, 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 yes! Like that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. We are both fully on board with that. And we understand, before people write in and tell us we're wrong, we understand the Australians in that weren't Australian. They didn't sound like anything like Australians. I don't know what the hell, hell that, where they came from. But I assume that must just be what Americans get annoyed when like Hugh Jackman's like... Hello, I'm from New York. What, I don't know what that was. And, and you get really annoyed. And you're like, that doesn't even sound like a New York accent. So I'm assuming it was just our time to accept that. Well, I heard. Horrible thing. I, I saw, mm. saw a t- TV show once where they said that Australians actually are the best at doing other people's accents Ooh. because they don't have to unlearn anything. Our accent is so lazy <laughs> that we're like default. It's just like, yeah, so an American yeah. has like an R, a hard R at the beginning. And yeah. if they try to go back to Australian, they, they're battling that R. Is that what you're doing there? That's, 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 that's and, um, I can't do accents. Yeah. But yeah, Australians, do Australians like, don't even do nothing well, at yeah, all. I mean, I just say you hardly like, move your mouth. What happens is you just don't, don't move, do it with my teeth together. Yeah, you just, you, just, you, just, you just leave your mouth very close together, and then you're like, G'day, I'm Australian. And, and, and I just yeah. sound more Australian yeah, yeah, now. Sound, or, 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 no flies on me, Or maybe I've had a stroke and I need medical <laughs> attention. I'm not terribly sure. Well, that, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Too much salt. Too much salt. Or not enough salt. Not a, I'm very confused. I'm very confusion. Very confused. <laughs> All we know about this podcast and its listeners yes. is that no one is having the exact <laughs> right, of, <laughs> right amount of salt. And dinosaurs are fluffy as fuck. Okay, so those That's a mystery fuck to chimneys are actually called flare stacks. Oh, flare stacks. Yes. Something straight from the 70s. 
And they're burning gas. Yes, they are. Just burning gas. Do you not have any idea why? Because they're worried about it exploding. That's exactly right. Is it really? Yeah. Yes. They don't want the pressure to build up too high. Dude. And I, so I, I knew this. I, I, just, I come in. I knew this. I actually did my work experience at Buller Island. What? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, so I knew that. I knew that from the. So I'm very sorry. But but the, can I tell you a really weird story? Oh please. That That's was, what this podcast <laughs> is all about. I was very young. I was a young kid, 14 or so. And the manager there had a computer. Like like a. Oh my god, he had a computer. You're talking. You're talking in the 80s. He's like he had a computer. Like oh my Ooh, god. Punch and, cards ahoy. No 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 no. A bit beyond punch cards, but not by much. Were, were the screens green? It was green. Or were it they was, it, awesome amber. The uh, it was green. It was green screen. Yeah. It was green screen. And I was like, oh, can I play with it? He's like, yeah, sure. You could, we won't be able to get into it. And then there's like a password thing. And I broke his password because I looked around the room and he had pictures of fish, of him holding pictures of big fish. And, <laughs> and he was like a trout and a bass. And I think it was bass. I think it was bass. And I just typed in bass and that was his password. And I managed to get into like the manager's. I was like, oh no. So yeah. And he came in and went, oh, no, don't do that. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. But he, don't make your password an obvious thing you hang on your wall. Yeah. That, yeah this is, it's, yeah. I work in computer security mm. and so many people, oh, well, it's my name and one, two, three, four. It's like, yeah. stop doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop doing that. But the movies teach us to do that. And they're like, <laughs> oh, imagine if imagine if someone came into my office. I do need to give them a clue. Yeah. Every, whenever yeah. anyone writes a password, part of their brain is going, I've got to make this like something that like <laughs> close friends could guess. Yeah, yeah, just... Stop doing that. They do it in bloody Watchmen. Yes. The smartest man yes. in the world. We're having the same and, he, and he's like, and he's like, oh, yeah. well, I'll just uh, my password will be the the title of this book right next to the computer. Yes. Don't yeah. do that. No, 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 no. In the latest comic, the Watchmen are back and they've gone into the normal DC universe and Ozymandias is meeting up with Lex Luthor and he, he tells them the entire plan for Watchmen. Here's the plan, which I won't tell you from Reddit. He tells the whole plan. Ozymandias comes in and says, I'm the smartest man from my world. You're the smartest man from your world. Let's rap. Lex Luthor goes, if you're the smartest man from your world, I'd hate to meet the dumbest man from your world because you're an idiot. And I went, thank you. Thank you, Lex Luthor. I am on Team Lex because Ozymandias is a freaking moron to, what is it, genetically engineer a death octopus to land on a fucking city? It's a dumb story. I'm going out there and saying that Alan Moore, is Alan Moore is, I'm sure it's Alan Moore. Yeah. Frank Miller knows Alan Moore. It's a dumb idea with a, doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just ridiculous. It's just, it doesn't make any, oh, it'll bring the world together. No, it doesn't. Blaming the big blue guy who's nuclear power that he might come and kill you. That's a good plan. The movie, which isn't a very good movie, had a better plan than the giant death octopus. I liked both of them. Oh, you just get out. In fact, I thought that the book was amazing. The book is amazing until the death octopus turns up. And even at the time I read it and went... I liked it. Did I miss a point? I went back I liked and went, it. Oh, stupid. You're mean. Well, Lex Luthor, I mean, you're, you're, you're an Ozymandias kind you of You need a flare stack because oh. your pressure is building up. I am. I have too much salt. I'm not enough. No one's sure anymore. If there wasn't a way to vent the gas yes. or the anger, and there is. the thing would explode. Yes. So they have to have a valve, that, right. and they could have one that just spits gas out into the atmosphere. Mm, mm. Problem is... People can know about that. But gas can be all sorts of horror. Yeah. The trick is to burn it so it mostly changes into environmentally friendly carbon dioxide. <laughs> and everyone loves carbon dioxide. Yay! The tree Trees love it. Yes. It makes trees grow faster. Yes. <sighs> and, okay. And dragonflies go to like three foot across. And who doesn't want that? Oh, uh, hang on. No, 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 no. It's more oxygen makes for bigger creatures. 
The the carbon. Well, yeah, probably. There yeah. was a lot more oxygen in the days of the giant dragonflies. The, so I think the, you got that back to front. The, the carbon dioxide. The last time the carbon dioxide was was even close to where we're going now it was dragonflies. Were Trying three, dragonflies, three really? Dragonflies. But you're probably right. They're Maybe probably it's like, the quadrupeds, like the big, di- the no, really you, big dinosaurs. And you stuff are right. Though. They they breathe by having a lot more oxygen because it has to go into the spiracles into their. They don't have lungs, but it doesn't mean there couldn't be a higher carbon yeah. dioxide content. Just it's, hardly any nitrogen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could, most of it's nitrogen. So yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Oh, it's, yeah. It could have been thirty percent oxygen and. and there you go. And higher percent carbon dioxide. Because I don't understand why a lot more carbon dioxide no. would make it eat better for insects. I think it was just a very warm world, green world, lush world. That sounds tropical, lovely. Tropical world. Bring on some climate change upwards. <laughs> right. The views of Dan Beeson, not the views. That's okay. If you don't vent this stuff properly, yes. you end up venting methane and... What's the yellow thing? <laughs> Sulfur. Sulfur dioxide. <laughs> I've, it's, it's autocorrected and said supplier dioxide. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, yeah I've got a supplier mm. who provides me with dioxide. Mm. You end up vending methane and sulfur dioxide. It is a lot better to burn it. Yes. But to make sure that they can keep burning it, it needs a pilot light. So it always needs just a little bit of gas to keep that pilot light going. And then if there's like a big increase, mm. which like when you turn it on or something, it's like a woof, like a great big flame out the top. Yep. And then it like eases back again. It could be put to better use. Some of the gas is vented for safety because they can't control the flow well enough. Ooh. But sometimes they just don't have the infrastructure or interest to keep it all. It's not, it probably wasn't worthwhile in the past. It, yeah, well, gas and it was plentiful and cheap. Yeah, so you don't need to save it. Mm. And, and they just want the oil. They're, they're cracking the oil, and that's a byproduct. The methane's a byproduct. It comes out of a lot of it. Well, yeah, the gas. I'm guessing now it costs too much to retrofit the plant to save that gas, which would be useful to save. Yeah. You'd, say, you'd probably cost, spend too much money doing that. Well, they're going to have to. Oh, good. Flare stacks <laughs> account for around 25% of all gases burned. Oh, my goodness. They could pipe it and store it if there was a market for it, but it's just not worth it mm. at the moment. Okay, right. There is some market for LPG and stuff mm. and methane, yep. I guess. I yep. don't know. Yeah, there must be a use for methane. You want a flame nice and high so mm. that there's less danger to people and animals. Mm-hmm. Except birds. Well, the land around flare stacks sometimes has a reduction in plant life mm. because moths are excellent pollinators, <laughs> but they keep getting, getting drawn to the flame. Like, um, uh, oh, yeah. I can't think of the right metaphor to yeah. describe what they're drawn to the flame like, mm. but uh, that's mm. where they head. That's where they go. Oh, that's good. There you go. Stacks. Oh, they have it. Stacks. Stacks. So they... Well, you just learned stacks. <laughs> Welcome to the Police Academy. And you would be... Dan legalized marijuana. Sir, yes, sir. Dan legalized marijuana. That's right, sir. And you want to be a police officer. Yes, sir. Are there any conflicts of interest that maybe I should know about? No, sir. No uh, changes you wish to make to the system? No, sir. Any crimes you might want to overlook? No, no, sir. Only uh, your uh, last name. My father's last name. Welcome aboard! Dan. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I know that you have a passion for justice. Oh, d- all right. Passion. Yes. And sometimes... And a passion against it sometimes. And some, that's true, but we'll talk, we'll talk the first yes. one first. We'll, we'll get on to the other one. Doesn't everyone have a passion for justice? I don't know, but, but you have a serious... But you, you really want to just sometimes just put on a big, bright costume and, and, and lay out, like, make a giant space octopus and bring the world together. And punching people. 
Yes. 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 Right. I do want to kill a lot of people in New York City That's for right. the betterment of hum- humankind. That's very true. And so sometimes you just have we to... Need, we need to put a spoiler thing at the beginning of this. What, for Watchmen? It's been for out for Watchmen. 40 years. If you haven't watched Watchmen by now... I think You're missing out. Well, yeah, go read it. It's fine. And by the way, there's a lot of Dr. Manhattan wang. So just, just spoil it. It's for trigger warning, there's a big blue cock. Just, just saying... It's not really sexualized. No, 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 no. It is, it is not. But it's in your face the whole time. It's like, ah, what's coming at you? I really like that sort of thing. I, I like nudity where that's sort of just like, oh, well, someone would be nude in this yeah. situation. Uh, someone like wants... Leela in um, The Fifth Element. Leela? Oh, okay. Leela. Leela? Leela is, is either Doctor Who's yeah. um, companion or, um, or the, the one-eyed alien from Futurama. Yes. So, so Leela. Yeah. Multipaths. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, she's just been built back from DNA. Of course she's not wearing clothes. No, no, of course not. It's her boobs. And then we covered them up with a really sexy set of bandages, which then I was like, ah, well, that's... Now it's more sexual. uh, It's more sexual now. That's Ah, it doesn't matter. You still enjoyed it. 14-year-old, you was like, hooray. Now, now you want to punch all crime. Now, the question is, should you go out and punch crime in the nighttime or the daytime? That's the question here. Ooh. Well... I mean, when you talk about punching crime at night time, you're mm. thinking, like, low-level thugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But crime in the daytime, that involves, like, white men with white hair and t- the top of buildings looking out and laughing. Right. And I want to punch those <laughs> guys. You want to punch those guys? The guys. bankers. That's what they're called. Bankers. Well, right. No, well, the, the, the not, CEOs whoa, 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 of whoa, whoa, the company. No, no, no. Superheroes only ever go for low-level thugs and, and thrash them within an inch of their life where they have no pay, uh, no um, uh, Medicare and, and uh, can't afford their bills. So you're ruining their lives forever. That's what superheroes do. That's what they're about. They're not what? about punch- it's not about punching politicians or changing the status quo, Dan. But, but the rich on. men are the bad guys, aren't I, they? Well, most of the time. Like Lex Luthor, doesn't, yeah. Superman could literally just punch him into the sun. Batman yes. should beat up that Bruce Wayne chap, That's, that <laughs> rich, pompous. But should he do it at nighttime or daytime if Batman headed out? Well, if Batman, it's yeah. probably nighttime. Well, there you go. It's and hard to blend in in that costume and, in the daytime. It'd be hard to find Bruce Wayne at nighttime, I guess, if you're Batman. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, no, he's got sonar, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Batman can't see in the day, right? What? I think we've... Right, moving on. And the point of this is... Yeah? You know who... You know Batman's not Batman all the time, don't you? What, half the time he's Superman? Is he Superman during the day and Batman they during the look, night? They do look very similar to each other, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've, yeah, you've worked it out. You know, Clark Kent is Batman. Well done. Anyway, the point Clark of this... Clark Kent? Yes. What's he got to do with any of oh, this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't even bring Diane Prince into this. Diana Prince is... Wonder Woman? What? You know you know that one? You have such a spotty knowledge. <laughs> I'm gonna be... Anyway, the point of this is... The point of this is Batman and Dan have made a terrible error and going and punching villains at... No, wait. No, no, they've made the right decision. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. They've made the right decision. Too much salt or not enough know, salt, Greg. I know, I'm so confused. Anyway, so it, the, what it's come down to, it's very weird, but it seems that any injuries that come out at daytime, so if, you, if you sustain an injury and day, don't just come out, by the way, if you have an injury, it just didn't come out, someone actually attacked you. Uh, if you have an injury... No, I've got a bruise on the back of my knee. I have no idea. It just came out one day. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, it's probably a wife. Uh, it does have a little um, skull. On air. It's a little skull <laughs> in a bruise. Anyway, the point of this is, daytime ah. injuries heal twice But as... my friend Kit, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know where that could possibly have come from. <laughs> he likes to walk, that guy. He's it like, is spotty knowledge, a, isn't it? He's all a, over the place. He's a big, big walk-up. Anyway, daytime injuries heal twice as fast as wounds sustained at night. So if you take a wound at nighttime, it could take up to 20... The one they, they did the experiment, so Laboratory of Molecular Biology in Cambridge, UK, looked at the difference between if you have a cut wound that's inflicted on you in the day 
compared to a cut wound inflicted on you at night. And they knew that the uh, fibroplasts would actually they close up on the skin to close the wound. They knew that would they would change by by the more active in the days. They thought it would mm-hmm. make a difference when it happens because it would just work more in day and nighttime you wouldn't heal as fast. Yeah. But what they've learned is for some reason the body heals those wounds faster. For the same type of wound at nighttime it took 28 days to heal entirely. So if inflicted at nighttime, but the same wound inflicted in the daytime it took 17 days to heal. So, so it's better to fight crime in the daytime. It is it's better to have crime crime in, inflicted on you in the daytime. Because well, isn't that what we're talking about? No, no, no. Well, no, no. You want to hurt people for longer? No, I don't. I just oh, want to un- uncapacitate them. Oh, I don't okay. want them to have a longer. Oh, okay. I don't want, I don't want to torture them. Oh, I feel. I feel we've lost I the point. Just want to. In fact, if I could get away with just not. If, well, why do you take a Mr. knife? Why do you take a knife to your crime fighting ex- experiences? I'm knife man. <laughs> it's got a motif. That's got a. That's true. That's very true. Well, anyway, knife man. If you stab them in the day, it will heal faster. Well, 17 days for that wound, or 28 days if you stab them at knife time. Knife man. So, basically, it seems like the body does actually heal itself faster because of daytime wounds. It, it, it says these wounds are more important. And they think it's because we are, of course, diurnal. We're not nocturnal. And we do more in the day. And so the body goes, oh, that wound was inflicted in the day. We've got to get rid of that wound. Any wounds inflicted at night are probably sexy wounds. I, I, I'm not sure what's going that on That you want to keep? I don't know. Like, I don't know. But it, it does. It, it seems to be connected to circadian rhythms as well. We're not terribly sure yet. Well, not just me, but people in general are not terribly sure. But it's really weird. It so, is weird. So, so basically... Try and get injured in the day, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get injured at night. When Greg says try to get injured during the day, just be more alert than usual during the night. Don't go out of your way to try to get injured, ever. Look, that's that's what Dan said, but that's not what I'm saying at all, actually. So thank you, Dan. Don't speak for me. I want people to go get injured more. Stab! Oh, God, is it day or night? Open the blinds. It's afternoon. I'm fine. I'll see you all in the morning. See you in 28 days. (laughs) 17 days. Hooray! You're the hero that we need, not the one we want. Knife Man strikes again! Hopefully he's a villain. Dan, I push you into the time machine. A big room. There is a computer desk. What? No, ah! Uh, I'll stab you again! No, 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 you can't stab. I'm still bleeding, but you can't. Cling, cling. <laughs> Damn <laughs> these knives! Knife Man can't stop a steel door of a time machine. And you're locked in there for one hour before the time machine goes off. You are being sent back in time to 1511 AD to the kingdom of Thailand and the seat of power in Ayutthaya. And you have one hour to learn not just to live, but thrive in Pimp My Time! Now he sounds like a superhero. Okay, here I am in Ayutthaya. Mm -hmm. Politically, we've got multiple principalities handful of powerful leaders all working loosely for the common good. So we're roughly where is it? It is where Thailand is. Yes, so Southeast Siam. A- Southeast Asia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southeast Asia. Cool. One all of right. the knobby bits down the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Cool. To the east of India. Nice. We've got the Burmese-Siamese War coming up in 1547. That's the cutest cat war ever. The <laughs> Burmese and Siamese just go pouring at each oh, other. Look at so cute. Look at the little diamond faces. Is that racist? Is that, did I say racist thing? I don't think... No, the cats are cute. They're just cats named after them. That's yeah. not racist. Okay, good. Okay. okay, I'll be an old man by then. Okay, right. Will okay. You? Yeah. When they, when they start warring each other. Yeah, oh, that's, okay, in, right. that's in almost 40 years. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll be out of the picture by then. Okay. <laughs> it's the Siamese kingdom, but uh, dirty foreigners uh, would eventually call it Siam. Like yourself. 
white people. Oh, no, 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 not me. Oh, okay. No, I've landed here. I've adopted this as my home. Oh, good, no good. Long, I, I speak the language oh, perfectly. you do. That's part of the rules, yes. That's, that's, I'm here. The time machine gives yeah. you the language. That's true. As with every one of these, yes. I generally tend to bond with the people that I've landed in. Very good. Including the Nazis. Including the the Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously that backfired for other people. Yes. But didn't backfire for me, no. and that's what this is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty foreigners mm, mm. call it Siam because yes. they're too lazy to learn the proper names. Which okay. is? I shall embrace the proper what names. Is the proper, what's the proper name, local man? Oh, it's the emerging kingdom of Ayathia that was oh. also growing powerful. Relations between Ayathia and Lan Na had worsened since the Ayathian support for Thao Cho's rebellion Ooh. in 1451. Yudahira, a noble of the kingdom of Sakotai, who had conflicts with Boromatraya Lokalanat of Ayathia, gave himself to Tila Karaj. <laughs> Yudahira urged Boromatraya Akalananat to invade Phil Sansa. What the f- what is this? Why don't you name things properly? <laughs> the dirty foreigners have got a point. <laughs> this is a nonsense language place. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Thank God you're local and blending in okay. like everyone else. Okay, I had my little tanty. Okay. <laughs> Iathia was a kingdom rich in literary production. Good. Lots of poetry. Ooh. They still use forms used since before they were writing it down. Oral tradition kept these alive. But there was a lot of ex- experimentation happening by the nobles who made it their passion. Mm. It was so popular that even common men were starting to be encouraged to learn basic reading and writing skills. Oh, I always love that. It's hard when writing books is still <gasps> such hard work. I should have sent myself there because that's my normal. My first two is like, teach everyone to read and write, then I can give me money. I always go to the teaching thing. God damn it. Such an idiot. And predictable. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> makes a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, I check for Neanderthals. Yes. If there aren't any there to have sex with. <laughs> All right. It was, I, I take that personally because I actually was, was going to do a Neanderthal story and then I didn't because I thought, don't be too predictable. There you go. Uh-huh. And then brought on fluffy dinosaurs. <laughs> It's true. All right, it's all true. right. We know we, we're back to our roots. We know what our <laughs> listeners like, and it's not novelty. All right. So yes, it is hard for commoners learning to read. They're all trying to learn to read. They, they want to, yeah. but it's hard yeah. when books are hard to get. Yes. And, and so the language is a nonsense jumble and, of alphabets. Hey, how dare you! <laughs> I could say that, oh, but right. you can't. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're a local man. I'm sorry. Okay. Good point. Good point. People are willing to pay to get access to the skill that will allow them to make their way up in the world. Are you so. stealing my idea? Movable type. Oh my goodness. The easy reproduction of text. It's only one of the most important inventions in all of human history. Oh, my goodness. Now, movable type was invented in 1040 AD in China. That's, um, but you missed the boat by 500 years. Ages ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what do we know about boats to China? That's a, they're slow. Slow. They're slow boats. Slow, so slow that they're not even moving. Right. 500 years ago, they mm-hmm. made movable porcelain stones that they could ink and then press onto paper. Luckily for me, it only really spread to East Asia and Korea. Ayathia does not have strong relations with China at all, so they don't have it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And the only other people to invent it are the Europeans, and they're on the other side of the mother-freaking planet. That's right. 60 years ago, around 1450, Johannes Gutenberg introduced the metal movable type printing press in Europe. He made his little letters out of tin and lead. Yes. Indeed, when you space letters out in graphic design, they call it leading Mm. because it used to involve putting little slices of lead between each letter to space them. Maybe that's why when you write it, pull the lead out. You meant to go faster. 
Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. No. No. And there used to be a case <laughs> for the little letters and then a case for the capital letters, and mm. those cases were called the uppercase and the lowercase. Oh! And the uppercase was above the lowercase. That makes sense. I yeah. like that. That's very good. Nice. So, yep. this Johannes Gutenberg mm. guy, he's Where got the jump on me by 60 years, but as I say, the Europeans are on the other side of the world, and what are the chances they're going to turn up in Siam in the year 1511? Excuse me for a moment. Yes. Duante Fernandez. Portugal, you say? All right, thanks for that. You shit. <laughs> 1511 is the year Europeans turn up. <laughs> a charismatic Portuguese tailor called Duante Fernandez. And how do you not succeed with yes. a name like Duante yeah. Fernandez? Duante Fernandez. Oh, God, it's like, I want him already. It's like, oh, hmm. Take me, Duante. Don't let the frog princess hear that name. <laughs> she has a soft spot for the Spaniards. Isn't he Portuguese? Hmm? Isn't he Portuguese? Same place, right? No. <laughs> yes, Catalan is also the same place. Please don't write in horrible hate mail. <laughs> okay, so he was the first European to arrive in Siam. Yeah, I'm not even trying anymore. No. And managed to make such an impression that five years later, Portugal and Siam were trading partners. Oh my God, have I sent you to a period of a place in a period of history where there's another charismatic white dude trying to pimp his time? Oh my god, I have! I didn't even know this. I did not plan this, I promise. This is amazing. We uh-huh. set you up, there's two white uh-huh. guys going, hey, how you doing? No, no, I'm the coolest white guy here. Oh, this is amazing. Go, 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 please, okay. please. Oh, very exciting. Siam would mm. eventually be one of the biggest trading points in the modern world, and it all started on this day. Nice. Okay. Not by you, though. So what? Well. No, nothing to do with you. Ah, you see? Here's the thing. <laughs> I've got five years at the most yeah. to get my movable type machine running. Right. He didn't, bring, he didn't bring one with him then. He didn't bring one with okay. him. Oh, good. Phew. Why would he? Yeah, yeah. But did he know about it? Did he like, oh, I, I, oh I, I'm sure everyone knew about the movable uh, teams 60 years yeah, ago. good point, yeah. This is old tech. Right. And he would have turned up and gone like, oh, these guys could do with some movable type. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, good luck with that. Why don't you scurry back to Portugal and you sort out this trade stuff. And don't shag my, my wife in the here. future, you, don't you s- Stay away from my wife. In the future. Do not go... Do, forget anything you hear about that Van Diemen's Land that's, stuff. That's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> in 200 years, you sexy bugger. In 600 years. Oh, well, well, well when Australia was discovered yeah. or, by the Europeans. Or 580... 1640-something. Yeah. Well, for them. Yeah. stay away from France, too, just yeah, yeah, to be yeah, Just be careful. Safe. Otherwise, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know when you're going to turn up. Those boats are slow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We'll get the, right. So you, you yelled at a, a Portuguese man. But he's got. He's going to sort out this trade route in, like, uh, five years. Yeah, yeah, he will. But I've got to get on top of this. Yeah, you, but it's easy. You're doomed. It's easy. There's no way. It's beautiful time. No, come on. He is so charismatic. Like, I'm already... I haven't even met the guy, and I'm already, like... I'm already... I'm on Team Duante. Duante? Yes. Team Fernandez. Can't I can't even remember his look, name. Look, he's so beautiful. I can't remember. It's Fernandez. And, and I am all over Captain Fernandez like a sexy rash. I don't know if he's a captain. He's a captain in my heart. So he's, And so basically, you're doomed, Dan, because if I've fallen for him, we've been, we've been podcasting for years. He's gone. He's gone. I know. I, I he's will follow in the him. harbor. I will follow him. Great. You do that. Yeah. Leave me here with my movable type machine. Good. It's simple. You carve out the letters. Mm-hmm. You cast them. There's plenty of metal casting here. Most of it is statues of the Buddha. Yes. So they know all about delicate metalwork. Slide them into a vice, coat them in ink, and stamp them on paper. There's plenty of paper here. They love their paper. They love Good. their poetry. Love their books. I make a run of cheap books. Dan, Dan, hi. So I come back. Uh, Captain Fernandez. He wanted me to, to, to if I give some blankets just to make a little nest for us. I'm just wondering if I just grab some nice tiny. Take them. 
Take him. That's good. Thank you. That's, that's good. Thank Take him. It's a tropical environment. I don't need blankets. But where I'm going is just say he's he look he's amazing. Just uh, look. I, I wish you guys could get on. Like you're one of my oldest friends and Fernandez. You know, just... Get out All of right. my temple. Bye. <laughs> okay. So I make a run of cheap books that help people learn to read. I publish poetry to the masses. I become a book baron. Then Duante Fernandez returns. You better believe it. And I start trading Siamese poetry to the continent. Pimped time. So basically you're sending books from the mystic east back to continental Europe and making your money that way. Yes. Nice. I like it. Do you end up like marrying Duante Fernandez? No. Oh, okay. Right. I missed the point. No, it's a business deal. Oh, okay. And you're, you're actually, in fact, you're not even there. I know. Stop taking the blankets. Oh. You're back in the future. I know, I know. I just why For the I... moment, <laughs> but not for long. Oh, please send me to Portugal. Because I am sending you. Portugal, Portugal, Portugal. 15, for a bit younger, man. 2,500 years before <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Wherever you might be. Lower Egypt. Ooh. That's it? That's all I get? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Lower Egypt's not that big. That's, is it? I, yeah. I wouldn't know. I mean, Egypt's quite big, and yeah. Lower Egypt is a specific part. <laughs> so, what do you want? A street name? I'm sh- <laughs> Go to street bird pointy finger necklace. That's the street you've got to go to. And that's where Duante Fernandez will be? No. Oh. Oh. Oh, well. He is lost in time now. Oh, like my heart. Welcome to the Walk of Shame, where you guys call us out when we make mistakes. <laughs> make mistakes, whatever. Now, a listener of ours called Andy Trousdale has written in. Thank you, Andy. They have pointed out in Smart Enough to Stuff Dinosaurs that around the 100-minute mark mm-hmm. that you, Greg, yes, you said that someone's going to be firing arrows. Oh, no. Of course, <laughs> you don't fire arrows. Don't, They're no. not firearms. No. You shoot arrows. You shoot arrows. Now, you've been pulled up about this before. Yes. Yes. By a listener called Andy Trousdale. <laughs> Screw you, Andy Trousdale. He's got you twice now. That's right. And he said, look, I would have let it go, mm. Mm. Uh, you know, because it's just a bit you know, yeah. pedantic yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you didn't say that he fired arrows. You said he fired bows. <laughs> And he said, that's not going to help anything. Like, that's not, that's, 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 a, that's not an effective or economic no. way of battle. Fair enough. Okay. He's technically correct. The best kind of correct. Yeah. So and also, I was utterly wrong. So, I was, so instead of firing, I need to, you, you, um, you shoot, shoot animals arrows. or loose animal. Animals. Animal. Loose animals. <laughs> loose them into the wild. Into, Using a bow. Into a bow. It's hilarious. You get a snake, you freeze it. That's <laughs> like, here comes a murder tube. Slack. What he's saying is you shoot an arrow, you don't fire a bow. Yes. That sounds, that sounds, look, I'll, I'll accept that. All right. That's fair enough. I will try and say shooting or, or loose. I suddenly go, Paul, loose. And all the orcs go, shit themselves. I wonder if they would call out pull because that's what you. Yank! That's what you. Say when you're shooting clay pigeons. Uh, you go, pull! Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, maybe maybe Andy Charlesdale will tell us. And someone goes, fire! Shoot! Loose! Loose a bullet! Full of fire loose a bullet into the world! Throw the snake at them! <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Uh, Michael Barnes. <laughs> oh, Michael! Uh, has posted, and just to give us a bit more information, we were talking about Flotsam and Jetsam. Mm. Oh, God, this all confuses me, yes. Yes. So, is, is there three of them? 
There's four of them. Oh, God. There's flotsam, mm-hmm. which is stuff that is washed overboard from your boat. Right. There is jetsam, which is stuff that's thrown overboard. Why would you do that? There's... Oh, so you I was thinking, thrown overboard. That's exactly uh, it. Because okay. I, I couldn't figure out yeah, why... Yeah, yeah, who yeah. cares yeah. Whether, what's flotsam or jetsam? Like, why, why do they even have words? Because they gave up the... I'm throwing overboard, therefore it's not mine anymore. No. Oh. The exact opposite. Oh. If you're actively throwing stuff overboard, it's probably because you're sinking. Yes. And that's still your stuff. And they don't want people to hold onto their stuff... Because they think that they'll lose their stuff. Right. They say, look, throw it overboard. It's still legally yours. Oh, you're allowed to okay. get it and come back for it. I see. So, 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 so no one can come in and steal it. If you're beach your, coma, you want to find flotsam, not jetsam. Yeah. Ah. If something is flotsam, then yeah. you're just a shit who just let it wash overboard. Hey, dickhead. <laughs> or your boat sank. Look, look after your stuff. Well, your boat sank. You had time to th- wash it overboard. You didn't have time to throw it. You're like, oh, no. It and it just floated away. Yeah. Well, if your boat sinks... Mm. What you want to do is you want to tie a float to it mm. and a rope, and when it goes down, that's called ligon, and ligon. you're and you're allowed to. And that's yours. That's that's a boat on the bottom is still is ligon is well, ligon. Your, your if stuff on the bottom. If it's if if it's got a float on it, oh, not flotsam. If it's got a float, oh god. So it's, flotsam. Oh no. So flotsam is if it just happens to go overboard. You're like, oh no. Hey man, what yeah, a cigarette? And it floats I, away. I probably shouldn't because you know I should be looking after the stuff. Big wave. Oh no. Yeah. If you're like, boat sinking, throw it overboard. Throw it overboard to save our souls. Save, set, jetsam. That's jetsam, and you're, that's yours. And that's yours. And the boat sinks, and you're like, ah, oh, quick, put a float on or it. Or if you've got a thing that flo- sinks to the bottom, yep. like a crab pot, mm-hmm. and you tie a rope and a float to the top, that's that's your stuff. That's lignum. That's that's ligon. Ligon, ligon. That's ligon. Okay, so we've got flotsam, yeah. jetsam, and ligon. L-A-G-A-N. But ligon. Yeah, pronounced okay. ligon. Which sounds like, it sounds like a werewolf, but that's okay. It's a flotsam. Get some lagging, and that's, that's I knew there was three. Yeah. And there's so a fourth. If there's a if there's a crab pot out there, yeah. and that's yours, you can pull it back in. That's yours. No one's allowed to touch that. Yes, that's yours. It's legally yours. That's lagon. Yes. There's also derelict, which Ooh. means that you dropped it in the ocean and it's too gone down too far, and there's no way that you can get it back. Right. If someone comes along like in a hundred, like like the Titanic. It, it's yeah, it's derelict. So, you so can, it's anyone's now. You can steal from the Titanic. It's not stealing. Yeah. It's derelict, and therefore it's not yeah. ligon, and now, it's not flotsam. If, if something's just like a couple of feet uh, down, yeah. then that's but, still theirs. We can, yeah, of course. Yeah, but if it's sort of hey, sunk... I, if it's sunk a couple of feet down, but you haven't put a float on it, what is it? That's It's just in, it's just in the water. Is that jetsam? Just, is that jetsam? Yeah, we jetsam. You threw it overboard. The boat sank. Um... Michael, help us. So, yeah. <laughs> ring in, Michael. If you listen to it right now, ring us straight away. This is maritime everyone, law. Everyone wait for Michael to ring. He'll answer the question. We'll talk to girl Clumsy's dad. Yeah, she'll, yeah. She'll yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He'll know. He'll know. Yeah. He, he's probably been stealing things for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if he's left a boat derelict at any point. I don't know. Well, not for his career. He's a pilot, by the way. He's a ship's pilot, so everyone knows. We're not, he's not a, we're not calling him a pirate. A pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's really cool. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Michael. That's very cool. So, I, I will try and remember that. So, Lagan is the one. Lagan, Lagan, Lagan. Lagan. Okay, that's very cool. So, they're the three I need to remember. And Derek, like, I, whatever, man, whatever. Derek. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you yeah. need to be James Cameron to sort that one out. <laughs> so, I didn't get, have to do any walks of shame. I know, it's rubbish. I think this is a good sign that 2018 is going to be a good year for you, Dan. Yay. Yay. If you hear of a mistake that we've made in the podcast, Please do look it up and find the thing and post it into us because we love to be wrong. And where to where to post it in? Of course, Twitter at SHGKV is a good place to send it to. Or or well, the best place is emailing us. Because oh yes, you yes. want it. If yeah, I screw up, yeah, yeah, you got to email it to Greg. That's true. Otherwise, it gets confusing. And if Greg screws up, email it to me. Yes, which is Dan at smartenough.org and Greg at smartenough.org. So yeah, email it. <laughs>
It's very confusing. If it's on Twitter, we both see it. That's true. Well, maybe we... And we lose the surprise. You have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. And I'm Greg at smartenough.org. You can follow us on Twitter at SE2KB. Yes, get on that. We try and write back to everyone on Twitter all the time. And also Facebook, talk to us on our fan page, event page. I don't know what it's yeah, called. Whatever it the, is. The page, a sexy page yeah. made by Zuckerberg. And share all of your valuable yeah. details. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's them. good. Well, we try and do it all the time. So definitely write to us and we'll definitely write back to you and have a good conversation. A good yarn. Have a good yarn. Be really good. And you can go to the website, smartenough.org, and there's all the links to Twitter and Facebook. Yes. And you can subscribe and you can go to iTunes and reviewers, and you can listen to us on Stitcher. Oh my goodness, that's still a thing. That's amazing. That's a, you know what you should do though. Oh, you, you can talk. Oh, there's also forums there. You oh can yes, post. yes, you can. We do. So you we do can see them as well. Discuss stuff on there and chat yes. to other like-minded fools, and we'll, we'll find you on there as well. So 2018 is coming. So we didn't get you anything except this amazing podcast. Like you know, well, so we did get you something. We gave you mm. this amazing podcast. Years of it. Like people. Oh my goodness. All seriousness. We've had lots of people contact us recently about how they're going through our backlog and not making them fast enough. Sorry about that. We'll do our best. Back- Catalog. What did I say? Backlog. Backlog. It's, that sounds is it, uh, worse. Medicinal? Uh, yeah. Uh, sounds impacted? You know what yep. I'm trying to say? Uh, okay, yeah. Back catalog. <laughs> our impacted catalog. That's yeah, right. Our lagging is floating away. No. So basically, people have gone through, and we'll try and create content as quickly as possible. But maybe tell someone about us, because this is 2018. It's time for a whole new leaf, a whole new setting the world up, and we are desperately trying to get people to listen to us. We're just desperate. We're desperate, people! No, we're not desperate. We don't care. We don't care, man. Um, either way. Should I play it that way? Which way should I play it, Dan? Um, like, should I play it like, oh, God, we need you, or whatever, man. We don't care. Whatever. I don't know. We've uh, tried both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, these people are just so lazy. They're just so... <laughs> oh, nice. I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They wouldn't. They're not going to do that. They wouldn't do it to spite us. They do it. Yeah, yeah. That, they, they're going to actively not tell people about us just to spite us. Ah, uh, oh. after any, all we do for them, and also just you know, they carried them and, for and nine no way, months. And there's no way they show us show that we're wrong. There's no way they could not possibly show us wrong. They're too lazy to prove us wrong by telling it to two or three yeah, people. Yeah, can you imagine them actually <laughs> telling someone? I know. And oh, saying it's their goodness. favorite podcast. What yeah. A, what a, saying, what hey, a joke. you should listen to this thing. They wouldn't. They're so lazy. They wouldn't. They lazy. They wouldn't. They're lazy. They're spiteful. Spiteful. Oh, don't get too far. This lazy. They're spiteful. Oh, <laughs> wow! Whoa! Wow! We're starting 2018 with the C bomb, kids. We're, there we go. Welcome to the new millennia of <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> As we always like to say. Oh no! I'm not saying it again. <laughs> I feel bad enough saying it the first time. Good. Eating a dinosaur's that, that's not a meat. They're extinct. So surely vegans can eat dinosaurs. Is that a thing? If I miss the they point, can, they can eat things that are already dead. I guess. Ooh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. What if they can? Fi- what if they find some roadkill? I mean, I guess it all depends on why you're a vegan. I feel we've gone off track now. I'm a vegan because I hate plants. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> we've gone very much off. off yeah. Off topic at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'll cut long before this bit. <laughs> this, uh, this, is, this is the this, waffle bit. This is the part they Patreons will pay for. Excellent. <laughs> yes. A sneak behind the curtain. <laughs> it's terrible back behind this <laughs> curtain. <laughs> Why did you think we put a curtain up? That's <laughs> why so we covered it with that gold shield that you had to pay to get through. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we should have said Happy New Year to people. We didn't say that. Oh, balls to them. Yeah. yeah. They don't need it. It's just arbitrary. Yeah, it's all true. Arbitrary yeah. counting stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
I was just gonna go, please stop stabbing me, Knife Man! <laughs> oh, I like Knife Man. Knife Man! Knife Man, to the rescue! Knife Man. Oh god, Knife Man! Oh. <laughs> Please don't rescue me, life man! Uh, Quickly, to the knife mobile! <laughs> oh, oh my oh. god! Quick, down the knife pole! Ow, 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 the knife pole sucks! <laughs> it's just a sword hanging <laughs> from the ceiling! <laughs> oh, my hands! <laughs> and his sidekick, Stiletto! <laughs> Knife man, uh, knife man, stabbing darkness in the colon. <laughs> right, in the ass. In, what? I don't see what, should we? <laughs> Gosh, this is why. Stanley, I must admit, I had no respect for Stanley, and now I do. That's, it's, it's harder to come up with a good superhero than... than... I just came up with one then. Yeah, knife man's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, they're in a cave? No, in the, no. welcome. I mean, what is welcome. Thor other than Hammer Man, really? <laughs> well, it's true, it's true. And uh, Knife Man doesn't get to live in a cave. He, he lives in the top drawer. The second drawer down in your cupboard. That's where he lives. That's where the knife, big knives go. When Knife Man falls, he doesn't have a handle. Oh, Knife Man's got a handle on the situation. <laughs> like, uh, this writes itself. No, that's true. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Give me some that's crayons. Right. <laughs>